0: I can record, too. I can re- record things that that you can't. Wait, you can still hear this. Damn oh, good. It. He's back. I can record things, too. But he Look can't talk. You. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm Andrew. My name's Andrew. I can just record whatever. I can just record things all day long. You're muting my mic, aren't you? You motherfucker. You son of <laughs> a bitch. I was not. I wasn't. You think you're in control of this? You're in control of nothing. You hear me? You're in control of a lot of things, actually. Now that I think about it, you have the absolute power.
1: Can I mute your mic?
0: I'm going to see if I can you mute my You can mic. mute my mic. You can. But I'm recording into a separate- Can I boot you off of this? Yeah, you can kick me off the conversation.
1: Why didn't I have that kind of power years
0: ago? Uh, it's a thing I've cultivated over many, many years of knowing how not to get kicked out of a place. Okay. Okay. Uh, so now this Chris. is- Chris. Yes? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you want to try that? Let's back-, you wanna back it up and try it again? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. I didn't know That's you were all doing right. a thing. Go for Chris. it. Chris yes wait am i not supposed to say yes chris back it up and try it again you want to back it up and try it go ahead try it again do it again hollywood is racist
1: (laughs) (laughs) chris we have a patreon and we talk about it every episode briefly and we love our patrons very much we are uh, uh making an announcement for anyone who wants to become a patron we have a couple changes one is that you can now go on uh, an annual subscription. So it used to be monthly. So you could choose to pay $1 every month. But now what you can do is if you want to, but you can choose to pay what? I was going to ask, what, Andrew. What, if, if what, they what were Chris? To,
0: what? If they were to pay annually. Let's say, you know, I just, I just came home from my hard work at the factory where I make uh, – I work at a factory where I make small – Factories, miniatures of factories. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and I come home with my with all of my monies and my and I just I, mean, I carry them in my hands like this. They pay me in in nickels, and uh, I go. Uh, I'd love to give to my favorite podcast, the Media Lunch Break, which brings me such joy in my life uh, as I listen to it in my factory factory, and but I just don't have. A whole lot, but I'd love to give annually, but I don't know if I could afford to give 12 months of what I've been giving all in one lump sum. Is there some benefit to giving annually? If only, if only there was a benefit. Fie on you, Andrew Dunn. What would you say to that? I would say we can
1: give you a discount. (gasps) We're not going to. No, I'm kidding. We, we, (laughs) yes, there's a discount. I'm not sure what it is yet.
0: I have enough nickels for a discount.
1: But if you head over to patreon.com, uh, slash the media lunch break, you'll be able to see what the discount is. It's a good amount. It's nothing to shake a finger at or a wiener or a stick or whatever that phrase is. But you can uh head over there and take a look. And also, we're adding another thing. If you choose to be a $10 a month patron, we are changing one of our tiers, which is the $10 a month one. And uh, instead of doing a mini episode of a podcast, which we never, ever did, we are instead going to put up video versions of the podcast. Episodes we're already recording and putting out, but they're going to be sort of extended versions. They're not going to be as heavily edited. So you get like a real like boots on the ground feel of like how the sausage is made. And there's a lot of because we always do this so we can always see each other. So you'll see the jokes that I cut out because they're physical humor. Like a minute ago, Chris said, I carry my money home like this. And the people who aren't patrons have no idea what he was doing. But the people who are patrons will be able to look at that and watch the video and see exactly what he was doing. It was a funny gag. It was a funny gag. Yeah. Yeah, he's mouthing words, uh, but you can't hear if you're not a patron. Nope. You can't re- read his lips. Give us so.
0: them nickels. Uh,
1: and also, if you subscribe for an annual uh, subscription for on Patreon... You can be prorated if you need, like, if you lose your job or something happens, we understand. We don't want you to be like out of money. And then, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I need that money back.
0: Like, if you're in your, in your factory, factory job. Yeah. If
1: you get fired from your factory for making bad factories,
0: for making the wrong factory,
1: you, you make the wrong factory. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You make
0: the other factory, factory as a miniature factory. Your competitor, right. You know, that makes other miniature factories, you accidentally made them as a miniature. Or, or
1: instead of making. Right. Like you're supposed to make a you're at your factory and you're supposed to make factories that make factories. But instead, you make factories that make potatoes. Exactly. See, you get me. I don't know what we're talking about, but I've lost track. If that happens and you something happens and you need that money back, they will prorate you the money. So at the end of the day, the annual subscription is actually still better, I think, because like you are basically doing a monthly amount, but it all comes out at once. But if you need that money back, they'll prorate you. So if you. Are a subscriber for three months, they'll give you nine months worth of your annual membership back. So, like, they'll just do the math and you get it back. Math happens <laughs> in the site.
0: If it helps, Andrew and I are not the ones who do the math to figure out how much you get back. They have actual math people for that, that will be able to calculate that.
1: I think it's an algorithm.
0: I would trust a computer to do math more than. Trust you or I. It's
1: probably a good call. So yeah, head over to patreon.com slash the media lunch break if you would like to give us anything. Every little bit helps. We've been able to upgrade our equipment because of our patrons. We've been able to survive and eat. We both have children. You should feel bad if you're not donating money. And um, yeah, we love them very much. Not that we don't love you guys, but it's like that when, when a parent has two kids and the one of them you love, but like the other one you love you know oh trust me i know already yeah 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 so it's like that yeah we love all of our children quote equally quote uh but yeah uh we we do appreciate every little dollar that our patrons give us so feel free to head on over and give that a looky looky look for your mm. factory factory factory
0: yeah wait here this is this is what you get when you become a patron ready wait hey hey sit wait Wait. Come, right, come back uh, I was trying to, uh, my wife came in the room, but then she left. <laughs> right.
1: Was that the ploy all along?
0: It was, but uh, that I couldn't turn it fast enough because I'm attached. It's all corded in so I can turn it without knocking. I would have knocked over literally every part of this. It would have just been chaos. I'm so
1: excited to get to my new house so my computer isn't. Because now I have the worst audio. I, th- I can't remember if I told you this. My audio is worse than, than yours. Yeah. Because my computer is right here. So it goes like every now oh, and it then. picks it up.
0: So, so yours does get picked up. Yes. Cause you kept saying, like, I can I'm picking you're picking up your computer on it. And then I was like, but doesn't Andres get picked up. It does, yes.
1: But that's the thing is I'm trying to make yours because you don't have to, whereas I don't have anything else. So what I'm gonna do when we move though is put it in a different room.
0: Sure, sure. Could you, instead of buying the house, could you have just bought a tablet (laughs) and not not use the computer and saved hundreds of thousands of dollars? How much is a tablet it's like it's like a fair amount of nickels i I,
1: I don't how much is that? <laughs> I can't do math, remember it's like five thousand nickels. oh, that's what I paid for the house, oh yeah, that's why it's full of asbestos. <laughs>
0: Everybody, welcome to the media lunch break. Bring you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich.
1: Did you freeze? <laughs> this looks like it froze. This is gonna be a good bit when we do it on Patreon. Uh, uh,
0: this is the first. I had something and it and it just went out of my head. Hold on a second. Did you write it oh. down? No, I didn't. <sighs> Wow, this is awkward. I
1: really thought you were doing a freezing bit for no, a second, I, and
0: then I kind of held it to do a freezing bit because I was like, maybe if I keep going the bit, it'll something'll hit in my head while I'm in the middle of the bit. Nothing hit. All the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and bag all those nickels. <laughs> my name is Chris Triple. <laughs> Looks like as always, his monkey host Andrew Dunn. I don't know why the nickels thing is sticking. I don't know why I'm making that a bit. You're not frozen. I can see your armpit sweating. <laughs> you haven't said say hello. I did. I just said say hello, Andrew. Future Andrew is going to be kicking past Andrew's ass because he's going to hear it. You
1: definitely didn't I say said say it. hello, Andrew.
0: Listen, future Andrew, don't you cut out the first say hello, Andrew, just to make it sound like I didn't say it. Don't do that. That's
1: bullshit. You didn't say it. I'm so upset. I have the receipts. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that very much. I think you should redo it. If you remember it, what you were going to say during this episode.
0: I don't know that I'll remember it, but I'll probably come up with something new and I'll just launch into it again.
1: Oh, yeah, everybody. No, keep going. Hollywood's racist. No, keep going. I want you to do it now. Oh, yeah, everybody. Hollywood is racist. Okay, great. Isn't that it? Yep, that's it. Welcome to the Weekly Planet, bringing you all your comic geek and... <laughs> All in the time it takes to... Yeah, that's right. Something, something sandwich. (laughs) Um, That is going to be the new intro. What you just did. (laughs) Just every episode, just copy-paste it. Complete lack of energy. I have to sit up or I'm going to fall asleep in this chair. It's a comfy chair. It looks
0: like a comfy chair. All right, wait. That wasn't a bit. I just really needed a drink of water. I know it sounded like I was really setting that up, but... I wasn't, so.
1: It sounded like you were thinking about what you were trying to say in the intro.
0: I mean, from now on, every pause is going to be that. It's just, that's the first time in three years that I, know. I never, that I 100% blank like it couldn't come up with anything. I don't know. It's also, I I, I literally was like Mrs. Doubt firing it, where I'm like <laughs> looking around the room at like anything to draw Anything, And it was like, I'm surrounded by nothing with food. You're not supposed to do that until it's time to assign me something. <laughs> Listen, we'll get there too. Okay. <laughs> I'm really off this, this week. I don't know what it is. Like this episode, I have written down things for this episode, but I, I like forgot. Like I texted you on what we're going to do. And then as soon as I texted you, I immediately like it went out of my head. And I was like, until, until when? I texted, what didn't I text you? On a Tuesday? No, on a Monday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. No, I texted you on Sunday. And then I realized, uh, because I was like, dude, what are we doing this week? And you're like, I don't know. And then I was like, I'm going to go in my list and see what I had. Because I have a list of like all different uh, things that we could do. And I was like, I'll go on my list and see what we have. And then like just saw a butterfly and like just fucking never texted you again. Until like two days later. And I was like. (laughs) I'm going to pick this up, this conversation up. Like we never stopped. And I was like, let's do this topic. And you were like, that sounds great. And then it went out of my head immediately. And then Wednesday, I was like, oh, I should actually look up something for the thing we're recording tomorrow. And then I did it and then immediately went out of my head again until. Like two hours before we started recording, I was like, oh, fuck, we're doing this episode. Jesus.
1: I had a similar thing that was like, well, I was just super busy this whole week. Didn't have the time. I was like, OK, I'm going to work, watch Rowan, and I'm going to I'm going to do everything I need to do. At one o'clock that happened. So I started doing that. And then at four o'clock, Rowan shit all over everything I own. <laughs> 100%. And and that didn't get cleaned up. I had to throw everything in the bathtub and like soap it up and rinse it and then fill it up and wait. And it was a whole thing. And like, we had to clean him up. And, uh, and then it was six o'clock and I needed to just like come into here, but I needed Melinda to take him. So she took him and now it's six thirty and I'm now trying. I, all I had done was picked up like a bunch of articles and I hadn't read them yet. And then I came into here to, to get everything that I need. and,
0: no, I know it's been uh, it's been yeah, a week.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Is this a good time to tell people on why they should give us money on Patreon again? Give us money <laughs> this is when we're like, I gave no effort into this show <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. But we, but we have a new Patreon tier where you could give us a boatload of money. Yeah, a and year's in fact, worth of money. The more money you give us, the harder we will work. Well, the more money you give us, the less we have to work at other things, which gives us time to do this. Correct. Yes. So anyway, Andrew, uh, you know, a lot of times we go into movies that uh, that are about uh, superheroes or people in capes or people in spandex and they punch each other, something like that. But every once in a while, other movies get made, too. Did you know that? Like anime? Not quite. They're more they're, they're live action. Right. But they are about characters and life and things that don't have to do with people punching each other in capes. Do they have to be live action? They don't have to be live action, but sometimes they are. (laughs) Okay. And sometimes they're not apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And sometimes when you watch these movies, a credit comes up, and goes based on the comics by, and you're like, wait, that's a comic book movie.
1: Fun fact. When I went to see the Da Vinci code, when it came up in the credits at the end, the based on the book by whoever whoever, I yelled out, This was based on a book. Yep.
0: Yep. That's a true story. Yep. And everyone's like, where the fuck have you been? So I wanna we thought we'd spend an episode talking about some of the best or some of our favorite, or it's just some non- Superhero comic book movies that we found in an article, you know, thirty minutes ago. What? Listen, I'm just all spitting out all hypotheticals here, just all hypothetical scenarios that could or could not be true. I don't know, but um, there are some really good ones. And actually, I got to say, as I was looking up some of the ones to talk about, it's not that there's more than I remember. There, so many times. I would read this list and I'm like, oh, that is based on a comic book. Oh, there is this one that I did really like. Um, That they kind of kept coming up again and again and again. But um, so I want to, we'll get in, let's get into just some of these. So I'm going to start it off with one of my favorites. This was one, this is a movie that is based on a comic book that had that exact scenario where the credits came up and I was like, that's a comic book what the hell is this uh have you ever seen the movie road to perdition
1: i have not
0: okay do you know the movie road to perdition do you know yes who it is? okay is it tom
1: hanks it tommy is. tommy hanks, it's Thomas hanks.
0: tommy hanks hanks barry it's full that's his real name that's not his real name but it's it's what he is in my phone when i text what
1: him. Is tom Hanks' middle name
0: uh dad
1: Tom Hanks's middle name is Jeffrey. Oh, my gosh. It would be Jeffrey. Thomas Jeffrey, Jeffrey Hanks. Hanks. Of course it is. Do you know what Tim Allen's last name is? Cocaine. It makes sense. Wrench? Dick. Tim Dick? Timothy Allen Dick. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you know what Tom Cruise's last name is? And then we can move on. What is it? His full name is Thomas Cruise
0: Mapother IV. He's a fourth? yeah is Cruz his real middle name or did he it looks
1: like it yeah meg ryan's name is margaret mary emily Ann hyra what website are you
0: looking at right now google is this all coming up on what is tom hanks middle name yeah wow wow okay anyway uh, so <laughs> wrote, so road to perdition i um i saw this movie in theaters um I really wanted to see this movie when it was going to come out because it had Tom Hanks, who is one of my favorite actors. It also finally had one of my favorite actors with another one of my favorite actors, which is Paul Newman in one of, I think, one of his final roles or close to the end. Um, and this is actually, it's it's one of those movies that uh, as the years go on, the cast gets more and more star studded because more and more people get bigger Uh, this is Tom Hanks Paul Newman Jude Law Daniel Craig and the kid the the kid who plays Tom Hanks' son is Tyler hold on I gotta look at the last name now Lautner no hold on Tyler uh, Perry nope hold on
1: Jonathan Tyler Thomas and whatever happened to Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Tyler Hotchin. Hotchlin. I don't know who that is. Tyler
0: Hotchlin is Superman on Supergirl and the CW.
1: Oh. Do you know what Jonathan Taylor
0: Thomas looks like right now? Is this just going to be a lot of you sidetracking me with random <laughs> Google searches? Because I'm down for it. I just want to be prepared. What does he look like? I'm going right to send it to you. Great. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. It looks like I could run into this guy at a coffee shop in and Williamsburg. you have no idea, right? I meant run into him like he'd be the barista. Oh, sure. So this movie is, uh, and also directed by Sam Mendez, Mendes. I don't know. Yeah. Did he do
1: 1917?
0: 17, yeah. Yeah. American Beauty and a mm-hmm. lot of other really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, it's a gangster movie where Tom Hanks plays a bad guy, essentially, that kind of goes good, uh, but ends up stealing from the mob that he works for, and then has to go on the run. And it's kind of set up for some stuff that he didn't do. It's really, it's a really great movie. But it is one of those things where you go, I can't believe this is a comic book. It it has none of the trappings of a comic book. But it's really, uh, like I said, it's a compelling movie. It's a, it's a, Father son dynamic. It's one of those really Oscar heavy kind of movies.
1: Tom Hanks is like unrecognizable in the pictures I've seen. Though this
0: is this was kind of a different turn for him. In that again, he played kind of a gruffier guy. He played a guy. He plays a hitman in the mob. Wow. So he's not like he's not really a hitman with a heart of gold. He but you know he's not the greatest father. He's a guy who goes around killing people for a living. Which is, again, all these things. Normally, you think of Tom Hanks, Thomas Jeffrey Hanks as America's dad. And he is not a great dad in this. It's really fascinating to see him kind of make that turn. Uh, but to just see two powerhouses, like two legends, Tom Hanks and, and Paul Newman share the screen together. It's fascinating. You also get a good look at Daniel Craig before he was Bond. Right. So he's really kind of stretching his acting chops with this. It's kind of really interesting to see. Yeah, I'm looking up stuff about it.
1: Yeah, it looks really. I I remember when it came out, I remember being like, oh, yeah, this looks interesting. And then just I was like 14 years old. So I was like, yeah, never mind.
0: Yeah, it's a period piece. It's, it's 1930s gangsters, even the direction, the art direction of it. It's beautiful. Everything looks it has that like rich, you know, when they're in the city, it's like that old art deco feeling of the city and everything's big and you know the cars are everywhere it's it's kind of great and then they go out to the country and you have that kind of you know depression era decibel era looking houses and it just it's so the texture of the whole thing is so rich uh that it's i i i kind of want to watch it again after having just watched it a couple of months ago yeah
1: that's a good choice i uh my first one Is Men in Black. Yes. Yeah, that was a huge one for me. Uh, I had no idea it was a comic book at the time when I was 11 years old, when I saw it in theaters. A lot of people still don't. Yeah, but it blew my mind. Like it totally changed what movies could be for me as a kid. That year that it came out, I did a paper, I wrote an essay on vincent d'onofrio as an actor really yeah and i've been meaning to i can't find it i don't know where it, if i i'm sure it's not on this computer but i'm i bet i have it like somewhere on paper and it was literally it's like you know three five paragraph essay of like about vincent d'onofrio in that movie and how nuanced his acting is and i was like 11 years old
0: wow that's fascinating i mean if you're gonna take anybody from that movie it's him yeah he's he, incredible He's incredible. And he is. It's one of those things where like that guy's a real. I mean, that guy worked with Kubrick. Yes. And he took this character that like this. That's kind of I think. I don't want to say that's his big break, because obviously it's he was around. It kind of was, though. But for a generation, like for our generation, it was. Well, and also just for like for a blockbuster, like for mainstream cinema, That was his big break. Right. And he definitely that you watch every time he's on screen. Like he is not phoning that in. No, nah, like, man. he thought out how how that guy moves. He must have had to
1: stretch before every shoot. I know because
0: he just wrenches himself and it's incredible. Oh, God. Is it the cat or is I it think, Rowan?
1: I think a cat is trying to get into the door. Uh, okay. But or Rowan is
0: fighting one of the cats. And a battle to the death.
1: I would put that on TikTok so fast. Yeah. I'm going to try and make us a TikTok. I'm getting distracted. (laughs) I love this movie so much. I was obsessed with all the characters. I had all the toys. You know who's underrated in this movie is Tony um, Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. He's so good. in it. I know. Everyone is like at their best. Like even the the main, uh, the obvious ones, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are so good. But like Vincent D'Onofrio, Tony Shalhoub, Rip Torn. It's like one of my favorite things I've ever seen. A minute. It's
0: one of those. And listen, people are going to go like, "Well, there's four movies. How how can you say this?" But I feel like it's it's an undermined concept and an undermined franchise. Like there is so much that you could do with that that they didn't. Do did you ever watch the cartoon show? I did, and it and it, that really shows you what you could really yeah, do with that. Exactly. But like the idea of. Um, I will say that I – did you see the the international one? No, It's not good. But there was a kernel of a really good idea of like the idea that this organization could be infiltrated. The idea of like what's the magnitude of something like this thing being infiltrated and just the idea of seeing it as an organization like – the FBI, like any other kind of branch of law enforcement of playing it that way. I was like, there's so much potential here that they're not tapping into, that you could take it in any direction. It's really fascinating. I like that one a lot too. That was another movie that I was obsessed with as well. Uh, That was like, that was right when DVDs were starting to really get big is when that movie came out on DVD. And I had like the, what you would consider the prestige format of it. Like the, just the, cool case like a black just a black like leather case to it and everything it had two discs two discs andrew
1: wow we had it on vhs so uh well oh, you were from the south still had the special features really you just had them at the end Wow, but fast forward
0: so that was like a post-credit scene
1: yeah like a like an hour-long post-credit scene
0: cool oh mm, fancy i got a good one for you i really this was one that my college roommate and I were obsessed with. Uh, and it's a great comic book movie because it, it is a comic book movie about comic books. And that is American Splendor with Paul Giamatti.
1: Oh, yeah. that's So I've never heard of this, but it kept coming up when I was looking up stuff. Have you
0: really never? You've never heard of this? Yeah. This is this movie, American Splendor, is about Harvey P. Carr who wrote the comic American Splendor, which was about Harvey Picar. And it initially the comic itself got notoriety because Harvey Picar started making a comic about him fighting cancer, right? And his year fighting cancer. And then he became famous. And the movie is essentially about him fighting cancer and writing the comic. It really begets like, the more I'm trying to explain the plot, it gets like, within itself, which is weird. But uh, Paul Giamatti stars as Harvey Picar, And first of all, he was nominated for an Oscar for Cinderella Man, which everyone said he was really nominated for Sideways because he was snubbed for the movie Sideways. But man, he should have been nominated for this movie. This is another one where the cast um, really kind of sneaks up on you and you go, I can't believe all these people are in this. So Paul Giamatti is... Harvey Picar. I'm also looking up to make sure it's Harvey and not Henry Picar, because that would be really stupid of me. Um It is Harvey Picar um harvey picar is in this josh harvey picar is in it sorry well he is at the very end but (laughs) paul giamatti is in this as harvey picar josh hutcherson from the from the hunger games is in this which i didn't even realize anymore judah freelander is in this as well and hope davis as his girlfriend hope davis won uh is an oscar is an academy award winner
1: (laughs) is an oscar (laughs)
0: she is an Oscar no is she no she's not an Academy Award but she was nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie she was nominated for a shit for this movie anyway not the point kind of the point what was I saying American Splendor so it's a fascinating movie to see this man struggle with cancer and try and put his creative energy into something to kind of work through it the other cool thing about this movie and about the character of Harvey Picard is that he is not by any means, a perfect person. He's kind of an asshole. And by kind of an asshole, I mean, he's an asshole the whole time. And he gets worse and worse. And worse. As the cancer gets worse, he gets more cranky. He's just an asshole. He's just this curmudgeon guy that you, you are rooting for, but you're not really sure why you're rooting for him because he's such an asshole, but you just kind of, he's funny. He's quirky. Um, David Letterman had him on a lot uh, when he was on NBC because he was so curmudgeon and just weird. It's just a fascinating – it's a fascinating story to watch a story about a story about a story about a story kind of thing. It's
1: very similar to the graphic novel Mouse. Yes. Which is also about a guy writing a book and interviewing his dad about the book. It's a
0: graphic novel about a guy writing a graphic novel. Yeah exactly it's it's but it's um so he's also one of the you know if you're into comics and you're like there's a whole other world to this that isn't superhero comics. Harvey Picard is one of the pioneers of that of the independent comic movement of the idea that you can write a comic and create a comic that isn't about superheroes and tell a story in this format, so it's a good one it's a good one to know just about as a comic lover.
1: Have you ever heard of the graphic novel or the movie Persepolis?
0: I've heard of this movie. I've never seen it. This is uh, Charlie Kaufman. Is this that? No, this is a different. No, I'm thinking of Synchron something something.
1: Oh, that's a different thing. Persepolis is an autobiographical graphic novel. Autobiographic novel. How is that not a term by I'm going to butcher this name, but Mar Marhoney? Marjane? satrapi uh and it's an autobiography about a young girl growing up in iran during the revolution i know this one it focuses more on the things that are important to a young girl like her friendships relationships pop culture and her regular day-to-day life i had to read it for college for my freshman year and it blew my mind and i've seen the movie since and it's really really good
0: this was i think the movie was nominated for best animated movie or one
1: probably yeah it was incredible. Yeah,
0: so tell me more about this because it can like American splendor for you. This kept coming up on like everything that I was looking up and I only tangentially know it. So, how much do you remember about the the graphic novel?
1: Almost none. But I do remember so the movie is almost identical to the graphic novel you could really do either of them um it looks like the graphic novel like it's it's a lot like scott pilgrim which i'm sure we will talk about soon in that way that like Mm, it's i can't imagine that would come up frame for frame like you could probably read along with it in the way that you could read along with an audiobook um but it is it's a scary and eye-opening deep dive into what it's like to be a child i mean it's the same stuff we're looking at with like um palestine right right now and israel um and syria and uh like what is it like to be a child when your alarm clock is a city nearby being bombed you know right stuff like that right
0: Right. But still dealing with regular, regular life. Well, yeah,
1: your regular life, because your life isn't bombs, right? (laughs) No,
0: but I'm saying, yeah, but the everyday issues of just being a girl coming into the world, you know, is still going on. Like that doesn't that doesn't change for you. That's not it's not like a first world country problem. Like, you know, you're still dealing with friends and boys and all that stuff on top of living in a war zone yeah yeah interesting
1: it's a beautiful story and i would recommend everyone it, it's one of those ones that like it really doesn't matter if you read it or watch it it's exactly the same
0: okay okay yeah because the style of the of the animated film is still pretty much like
1: yeah and i think it might even be like word for word the same text oh, really? you know like it's 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 the book like it's exactly the same. Okay. And I have the graphic novel if you would ever like to borrow it. I would actually like to borrow it. All right. Make sure you Clorox wipe it when you get it.
0: No. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. All right. By the way, the movie I was thinking of was Syndicate New York, which is by Charles the same, Dalman, which same thing, which has nothing to do yeah. with it. But same uh, movie. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they ripped the plot off from it. Yeah. This one. I feel like this is one we found that you have actually seen. It's definitely one that you've heard of because this was a pretty big movie when it came out. Um But I really enjoy it uh, and it kind of changes genres for us. 30 Days of Night. I feel like I've probably heard the
1: title. It sounds familiar, but I don't know this movie.
0: 30 Days of Night. It's a horror movie. It's
1: based on a graphic novel? It's
0: based on a, well, it's based on a comic series, but I think. The Walking Dead. Close, really. 30 Days of Night. This was made in, let me look at what year this movie was, but 30 Days of Night had Josh Hartnett in it just based on the name Josh Hartnett without looking it up I'm gonna predict 2004 ready let's see if I'm right Josh Hartnett. here we go 30 days of night 2007 I was pretty damn close that was pretty close you were in the
1: right decade I was
0: in the right decade I was within three years that's pretty the early 2000s That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. I'm in the right era, okay? I'm in the right era. People are still wearing a lot of denim, not ironically. People are still wearing Caesar haircuts, okay? I'm in the right era. (laughs) Anyway, 30 Days of Night is a horror movie with Josh Hartnett based in Alaska, Where a it's in a it takes place in a small town in Alaska and it's about vampires vampires, told me about this. Yeah. Vampires come invade the town because in Alaska, the sun goes down for 30 days at a time. And so they're like, we can invade this town and take it over because the sun will go down for an entire month. We can we don't have to stop every time the sun comes up. Um, and so it's them defending their town from from um, from vampires, essentially. It is dark and it's crazy. And um, is it good? It's really good. I, I I will confess, I I should give it another rewatch because it's been a little bit since I've seen it. But I remember really liking it. Josh Hartnett is the lead. But also you got Ben Foster. Is, oh. And it's one of the um, is one of the vampires. And he is fucking crazy is like just creepy. It's really also just shot in this, in this like really dark, they keep the, the this the, the one chemical in the film that they usually remove to make things brighter. They keep it in. So it's got that dark gray, bluish hue to it. And then all the scenes at night are very, it's really interesting, interestingly shot. Um, but this is one that is definitely worth, A rewatch if you've already if you haven't seen it in a while, try and find it. I should see. I wonder if it's on anything right now.
1: I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I'll try to watch it again. Never seen it. Yeah, I know.
0: Wait, were you doing a little character? Were you doing a little character called the guy who's seen Thirty Days of Night, but not in a while?
1: Was doing a little character called Andrew, trying really hard not to pass out.
0: (laughs) Aww, I like this character.
1: Spoiler alert. Uh huh. I've been typecast.
0: Wait, what? Oh, as Andrew, the guy who is trying not to pass out. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, cool.
1: (laughs) I've been typecast as this character I'm playing. Oh my gosh, are
0: you gonna pass out because of heat?
1: No, because I'm exhausted. Oh, okay. Because this episode is going really long.
0: It is going really long. All right, let's let's. um, I'll tell you what. How many? Okay. All right. You do one more. I'll do one more, and then we'll. I've got six up. more. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, no. You do one more. I do one more. All
1: right. Well, I guess I have to do. I was going to bring up here's some honorable. Can I, all right. I'll do mine and then you do yours and we'll do some honorable mentions. Great. Let's do that. Scott Pilgrim versus the Goddamn World yeah, is one of the I was best come up. comic book movies of all time. Yes. I put the first 90% of that movie above the comic. And sadly, the last book in the series wasn't written yet, but they worked with Brian Lee O'Malley, who's the writer of the book, Edgar Wright, who directed the film. Uh, they worked really closely in making the movie, but he didn't know what he was going to do at the end. So they just sort of worked together to make something that sort of worked. And to me, the ending of that movie kind of falls flat. It's not great, whereas in the book, and I won't ruin it, but like the book has the wildest ending. A good thing to do if you've never heard of Scott Pilgrim, which is incredible to me if that's the way it is.
0: Especially if you listen to this podcast.
1: Exactly, cuz we talk about it like every 5 fucking minutes. But if you watch the movie, you should watch the movie first, see if you like it, and if you're like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty good," give the book a read. It'll fly by uh because the comic book is exactly the same as most of the movie, but with more stuff. Like there's just more of that great content that you'll love from the movie, and the ending is a lot better.
0: Remind me again How does the ending of the film... What is the ending of the film?
1: So, spoiler alert. Skip ahead 20 seconds or so. uh, If you're listening to this and don't want the movie ruined for you. The end of the movie, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, they didn't know if he was going to end up with Knives or with Ramona. So he starts like fighting Gideon with Knives. And then they filmed two different endings. One where he goes back to Ramona and one where he asks Knives to date him again. Uh, and instead, he goes back with Ramona.
0: Right. Okay. Is there no hint of like the ex, the, the, um, ex girlfriend something, something that the book has? does the book end with, by the way, now spoilers for the comic, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. But does the book end with like a, almost like a cliffhanger of, scott's ex-girlfriends are now going to attack. no i don't
1: think so i think that was something we joked about like three or four episodes ago that that would be a good because they were going to make a tv show or something and we were like that right. would be or a, a movie wow. but how the comic ends spoiler alert again is that they go into gideon's mind yes. because he has been using like a chip to control her or yeah. whatever yeah but in are they i think they go into her mind or something and it's like he has control of this one part of her right but not the rest of her and so there's like 50 other ramonas who are all different types of her personality who come forward and like destroy this giant robot gideon
0: okay okay that's right okay i think it's the all the different ramonas i think it's the different person that i'm like i remember seeing there were yeah, that's mul- a
1: way that you can dig yourself out of this yeah yeah
0: thank you thank you yeah with big assist from you um of course i knew that was going to be the last one for me there was no doubt in my mind it is great you know it's funny because the movie just turned 10 years old as we've talked about before and it's definitely worth giving a rewatch i haven't given a rewatch yet but i know it's like on my anything that edgar wright does
1: just just look up what he's made and just watch it everything He's, he's done is good he
0: is one of those filmmakers that even a bad film from him is better than a good film from a lot of other people. Yeah, I don't think he's made a bad one. I don't think so. I haven't seen all of the uh Simon Pegg, Nick Frost one. I haven't seen the, which one is it? At World's End. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. that one. I
1: love that one. It, in fact, that one's one of my favorites. And that's the thing is that, like, his movies, like, all of them will, like, anyone who thinks one is worse or is the worst one will be contested by someone else. Like, right. there are just as many people who one of his movies is their least favorite as that movie is their favorite.
0: Someone's favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I remember I had an ex-girlfriend who we watched hot fuzz. I had seen hot fuzz with my friends in the theater and then, she had not seen it. And I I was like, oh, my gosh, this movie is so good. You got to watch it. And she watched. We sat down and we watched it and her family was there and her family watched it with us. And none of them liked it. And I was like, "You people are like every one of you. That's wild. Insane. I'm in a level with you. And I broke up with her in that moment.
1: <laughs> That's my least favorite of the trilogy. I still love it. And yeah. it's hard for me to pick favorites. But like, right. it's it's just a little I like my movie's very fast and like boom, 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 like comic book movies, you know, right. that like next thing, next thing, there's, next thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of, part of the point of that movie is right. that he's in this boring ass town. And, and I'm just thing. like, oh, come yeah. on. I know, And I get that. The, and that's why I appreciate it. It's like, I get that's the point. Yeah,
0: You can't even knock it against it. You're like, it's just not my taste. Yes. But it does. it's not bad because that is why it's supposed to do that.
1: It also, I will say as well, it has probably... I think the best jokes of the trilogy are in that film. Like there are some really,
0: really funny jokes in that, in that movie. I just appreciate that movie because it pays, it does a lot of stuff that it, it sets a lot of stuff up that you're like, wow, you now have to pay off all of this and they find a way to do it and doesn't feel hamfisted. Like all the moves when he's like, have you ever jumped through the air and firing two guns? At the, yeah, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. You're like, every time he mentions it, You got to pay that off, and they paid off every single one. Well, that's what he's a
1: master of. Is the callback? He's so good at giving callback. There's like, I, I, there's a video on YouTube that takes Shaun of the Dead and just shows all of the callbacks, Callbacks. and it's there's like a hundred of them. Right,
0: right, yeah. Scott Pilgrim is definitely one that is worth a rewatch, even if you saw it yesterday. Just watch it again and read the book, and definitely read the book. All right, I'm gonna go out on a classic, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a classic and you're going to then go, fuck you. Casablanca. <laughs> yep. Close. <laughs> dick Tracy. Oh, this was a seminal movie when I was growing up, when we were both tiny, tiny children. You were a little tinier than I was. So. I was. Is that a dick joke? It is now. <laughs> um, dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Warren uh uh Beatty, I almost said Buffett, not the right guy. Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty stars and directed this thing. Uh, what I appreciate about this is this was nineteen, I think it's eighty nine, because it was around the same time as Batman. It might be ninety. Now I'm gonna. Did look you see it up. in
1: theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. How old were you if it was eighty nine? Uh,
0: four six seven eight That so would have been like six
1: so you could have seen it in theaters
0: 1990 1990 yeah no i did not oh, you see could it have theaters. i could not have seen it in theaters yeah i was six years old when this movie came out but it was everywhere there was dick tracy cereal yeah there were dick I, had tracy a, toys. I had a dick tracy towel growing up there were dick tracy trading cards those i had I had a lot of those. Yeah, I, uh,
1: I I remember I was really into that movie. I don't know that I had ever seen it. I have now, but like right. I, ha- I had everything. <laughs>
0: right. And that's why, first of all, I want to like give it a shout out because it is, even though it is a non-superhero movie, people don't think of it as a comic book movie at all because A, it's so old. B, it came back out around the same time as Batman. But it is, it is kind of a pioneer in that. And it is – Really brilliant there's actually a lot to be appreciated in this in that Warren Beatty directed this movie, and if you watch the color scheme of this it's done in primary colors it's done in bright bold colors because he wanted it to look and feel like a comic book movie uh excuse me he wanted me he wanted it to feel like the comic strip that Dick Tracy was in at the time, which
1: is interesting because at that time, comics were it's such a weird movie because right. like comics were for children yes like though it was still an era where like if you read comics and you were an adult you were kind of a weirdo yes and yet that movie yeah <laughs> is super fucked up yeah there's people getting killed. It, <laughs> like, i mean they have yeah. mob hits well, and in also it. like isn't there a dude whose face is all squished up like but there's they,
0: they make it look like the villains in the comics that's what i'm that's saying a, yeah, yeah, well yeah. like it's a, it's
1: the kind of thing that if you're a child and you're like oh the dick tracy comic whatever i I read that as i'm a kid and i'm gonna watch the movie you would
0: be scarred for life it was crazy yeah it was really weird but also again to to say it again like this cast is fucking incredible man um you got dick tracy uh excuse uh, dick tracy you've got um,
1: (laughs) my favorite actor
0: yep uh let's see warren beatty madonna al pacino was nominated for an oscar for this movie what No, was he? No, I'm a Yeah, no, he was nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Al Pacino? Yep, Al Pacino. (laughs) Christ. He was nominated for an Oscar as Big Boy Caprice. Warren Beatty, Madonna, Al Pacino, Dustin Hoffman. Jesus. Yeah. How did they get all these guys to do this? It's crazy. And then after that, like Charles Derny, there's a veritable, like, that guy of Paul Sorvino is in it. It's... Crazy that the people that they got because Warren Beatty's an auteur because Warren Beatty is like Warren Beatty. And so he was like, No, I'm going to do this. And he did it for real. He, again, the fact that Warren Beatty, who made like Bonnie and Clyde and sh- all this other, all these other like classics, was like, I'm doing Dick Tracy. And like, <laughs> yeah. didn't just like, I'm going to do this movie th- to make a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, he did this for real. Like, he went balls to the wall on this and had a concept throughout that he really carried through which is incredible Um, but this is one of those movies that I'm like you gotta give props to it you can say that you hate it you can say that it's stupid you can say you don't like it but it is one of the movies we don't get a lot of the stuff that we have today without some of the work the legwork that that movie does
1: I gotta read that's one I need to rewatch we had that one on VHS and I remember watching that all right I'm going to do some... Uh, yeah, give me some honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Kingsman. I almost said Klansman, but uh, Kingsman. Different a, movie. D- it's a different different film. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That's a good one, right? It's I, based on, yeah. I think, a uh, a manga called All You Need Is Kill.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and speaking of manga, movies based on manga, Akira. The right? I don't know if you've ever Absolutely. seen that one. Hopefully they never make a live action version of that. They will. And some TV shows. Uh, the End of the Fucking World, I Am Not Okay With This, both written by right. the same person, and uh, Happy, which we talked about a few episodes ago, and we we you finished it, right? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. I did as well. And you liked it a lot.
0: Uh, I liked it. You said it was your favorite show. I did not say that. I didn't say you that. You
1: said you liked it better than anything you'd ever seen before.
0: This is all fake. This is all lies. He's trapping me, and I'm powerless <laughs> to stop him. And that's the problem. That's the problem, because I did not like the second season really at all. It, got, I mean, listen, it got weirder and weirder as the second season progressed. But well,
1: spoiler alert: there was a, there's a lot of celebrities in the second season that I was not expecting. Yeah, there is like that. who like Jeff Goldblum as
0: God. Was super that weird. I loved. I did gonna, not. I was like, oh, "What is this? It. Why is this happening?" I will say, for all its weird faults and as crazy as it gets, I did love that conversation. I thought that it was scene, fine. I think I, I might have it liked good. it
1: better if it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Um. Uh. If it wasn't Jeff Goldblum doing his Jeff Goldblum. Uh. Uh. uh thing. No, I like that. It was That's fine. What I like about it. I, I would rather it have been someone I didn't recognize. I think because I didn't even hear the conversation. I was just like great it's Jeff fucking gold. someone's stuttering for 10 minutes but like also yeah. weird al yankovic is in it that
0: i find fascinating but <laughs> yeah that was weird uh,
1: yeah like every episode has some crazy new cameo that i was like it was yeah. just distracting me from the yeah. show
0: i got that yeah oh i got here i'll give you two more uh, honorable mentions ready sin city yeah and uh, a history of violence oh yeah 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 vigo mortensen right Yes, David Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. I, uh,
1: I also almost included, and this is absolutely true. I almost was going to like die on the hill of Logan because I'm like, it's not a superhero movie.
0: Uh huh. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You can. I mean, you can die on that hill, but you will be dying. There's no literally
1: die on a hill when. Well, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Logan.
0: I'll give you that.
1: (laughs) After. uh... I don't remember which side I was on uh, after Hulk kills him.
0: You were on the Hulk side.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why I just said that.
0: You just said you didn't remember.
1: Yeah, well, that was a lie. Because how could I forget? That classic bit.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Should we go on a reading assignment? Let's do it. All right. So for your, for excuse me, for my reading assignment, you gave me. A Netflix series called I'm gonna I think I'm gonna mispronounce this again. A Gretzko? is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, um, you gave me a Netflix series called A Gretzko. Now this is a, and again I'm gonna rely on you to like guide me through how I'm supposed to refer to this because it's not considered anime, right? That's a specific style of animation. I guess not.
1: Yeah. I mean it's a it's a Japanese cartoon show. It's
0: a Japanese cartoon show for sanrio who makes hello By kitty San Rio. yeah what yeah who makes hello kitty and what's the name of the egg Gudetama. michael gutitama
1: <laughs> was close tom jeffrey hanks Gudetama is i think <laughs> japanese for michael
0: and so this is about so if you're into hello kitty this is kind of i don't want to call it adult hello kitty because that gives it a different impression it's it, it's not <laughs> But it, it is about God. grown-ups. I should put it that way. Let me mm. put it that way. And so it's aimed is about, at adults. And it's aimed... Thank you. That's what I'm looking to say. Um. So this is about a, a red panda named Retsuko who Retsuko. What's that? Retsuko. I'm looking at it on a thing. I'm reading it phonetically. It's what do It's Retsuko. Want Retsuko.
1: Because <laughs> that's the thing. If you, if you were to say it in Japanese, there's... A, putting the U there is their way of like... There's like a little tiny... Retsuko. But it's Retzko, you know, there's just like a little tiny little little hop. That's we little have hop. a friend.
0: Little hop. Yeah. Thank you.
1: We have Retsuko. a friend. OK. Yeah. Whose whose name who's, is Yoko. It's and yok-ko. She, it's, not yok- it's not Yoko. It's Yoko because yeah. there's a little, little hop. hop
0: who's a red. So Retsuko. Ah, Rets- oh, fuck it. That's yeah. It's not Retsuko.
1: If no, you just say not- Retzko, <laughs> just don't pronounce the U. Don't ever pronounce the U in Japanese.
0: Ay, ay, ay. This is gonna be a long one. If you're yeah, already. that's what she said. She's never said that to me. Retzko is a red panda. She works in an in the count an accounting department in a Japanese trading firm. And this is basically like her being twenty something, trying to negotiate um, her work life and personal life and all the work politics that go into working in an office and all of this stuff. And you, I know you and Melinda are really into this and you really like this, don't you? Yes, we do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, yes. I wanted this for you so much, buddy. I did not like this. How
1: much did <laughs> you get through?
0: Uh, did you watch not, the whole thing no i couldn't i tried i really tried i really really tried and i wanted to like it i just could not could not get through this how many I episodes did you get into uh i want to say seven or eight not even the first season I That's tried like really hour. hard. It's like an hour know, and a half. I know. I tried really, really hard. You I tried that hard. Really hard. If you had no, taken a nap, you would have gotten no, through more of you them. You don't understand how hard I tried. This. I really tried because I would watch one episode and they're 15 minutes long. And I would be like, this feels like it's got to be wrapping up. This has got to be about 15 minutes. Right. And I check the clock and it was like six minutes. And I'm like, good God. Oh, my gosh. It feels so small. What didn't slow. you like about it? I I think it is. By the way, I did watch it the way that you asked with the subtitles. Naked. Oh, right. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think the thing for me is that it the Japanese humor is it's very, to me, kind of monotone. It, the, the pace is very slow and it doesn't, and it's kind of syncopated. Like it doesn't feel like there's a tempo change at all throughout the episodes. And so I think that's why it kept feeling so long because I'm like, I get where this is going. I get where this is going. I get, and, and also, and maybe this is just in the translation of like reading English subtitles to a Japanese joke there's something lost in the translation. So there's no like quippiness to it. Oh,
1: I disagree so I,
0: much. You can disagree all you like. It's just for me, I was like this. I was like, please move forward. Please Oh come my forward. gosh. Please move faster. Breaks my heart. I know. I listen. I'm not saying that this is bad. It's just not my thing. It's just not my taste. If you like Senrio, if you like that sort of thing, you will love this. Like I was watching this. I was like, if I like this stuff, I would love this. I can definitely recognize it. See, I wonder that.
1: how much of it is if you – because you haven't worked much in an office setting, right?
0: No, but I get it. And I get office polit- – I get what F office politics are. Like I can watch the show The Office. Right,
1: right. I don't, I don't mean that you don't get it, but I mean I wonder – how much of it requires you to be able to relate directly. Like, cause we watch it and we're like, Oh, that person is just like this person we know, you know, I wonder if how much of the enjoyment
0: can come from that. Sure. I'm sure there's some of that as well, but I mean, every workplace, whether you work in an office building or not, like I've worked at places where I'm like uh, this coworker or this person, or you know what I mean? Like I can, I can relate to the, to the work relationship and that type of thing. I'm so upset. I'm so sorry. I know. I really want to, I like, I started watching it and even in the first episode, I was like, Oh no, I can feel this already. I can feel it. (laughs) Um, and I really, I was like sat down and I'm like, okay, I don't think I tried to go into this with an open mind. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this, but Andrew likes it. And, I like things that Andrew likes. Like we're dating. I'm going to give this a try. You have not liked a a lot of the
1: last things that I have sent you.
0: What was the last thing?
1: What did you send me before? I don't remember. But I remember one of the more recent ones was um, the like BronyCon video. You were like, eh.
0: Oh, eh." oh, oh, that was the last one. Actually, that was the last one. I like I said, I don't think this is bad. This is not I, I would not be like this sucks and it's terrible. I get it. It's just not for me if know, you're but, into this but now i'm like
1: i gotta give you something that you enjoy i gotta find no, it
0: no 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 i don't want you to i mean i see i don't want you to try and find something to fuck with me with but <laughs> like no like it's i want it this is one of those things because i you're not the only person i've ever met period no uh, <laughs> you're not the only person i've ever met that is into Sanrio and into that that culture I'm honestly so like, not
1: into Sanrio I I like there's like a character from Hello Kitty that I think is kind of cool there's like this angry penguin that I've always thought oh that's a cool character I'm not big on gutama I just really liked this show this like I think I watched one. it because Melinda really likes Sanrio and Gudatama specifically and so she really wanted to watch it I thought it was a cool idea too that like right. this uh office this like quaint mild-mannered office woman is like
0: going to death metal karaoke jams it was you know i and on paper i was like that's a really funny bit and at first it was and then i was like she then just launches into it i think also after a while i was like this character becomes grating on me because Mm. she everything gets to her like everything gets to her and at some point i know that the point is like she's taking it all in and it's and that's how she, her release is the the death metal karaoke thing but at some point there were some things where i'm like just fucking roll with it like i get it i get office <laughs> politics but everything she's like upset or stressing over like everything she's. I'm so sad over.
1: you didn't watch more too because some of my favorite parts are in the second and third season I, but I that's will all
0: say, right. I just because I was literally watching it before we got on the phone because I was trying mm. to get through as much of it as I could. <laughs> yeah. And just as we were about to get off, I was at the episodes where she starts a yoga class. Yeah. And the yeah. instructor only says protein. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like that's actually really funny. <laughs> yeah. Right? I do like that bit. <laughs> And it's just now, I think also, it's just now that the plot line is starting to be a little more serialized. Mm. So they're starting, like, threads are starting to carry over. And it it, feels it like also,
1: so, like, in the second season, there's a, a, a storyline where she's like, I have to find someone to date. So she finds there's this guy who I think also works in the same office but not in the same department and he's a red panda as well but he's just the most boring milk toast person right and so like and she like keeps trying to like find something interesting about him and there just isn't anything there he's just like always sitting completely still and might be asleep um and uh it gets by the third season there's actually a really serious storyline that's like super like startling and uh like kind of terrifying <laughs> that goes on uh where she develops a stalker um what yeah and it's it's uh yeah it gets super real and uh very very um again i'll just say startling i don't want to spoil maybe anything i'll for just anyone flash listening.
0: forward to that season just well
1: okay yeah maybe just
0: pick it up from there because
1: i didn't i didn't dig see that's the thing i think the third season is the worst one but they there are things that like there's a lot of exposition for that. Right. And then like they like sort of there's there's something that happens in the last episode that I was like, that would have been better as three or four episodes, like stuff right. like that. Right. But I think the the first season and the second season are
0: very good. It's OK. <laughs> I don't. I This is not one that I'm like, you know, there's right. certain things that we'll give each other and you're like, I yeah, hate yeah, this. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like yes. If you're I totally get I get why people like this. I do. Yeah. I see it. I see the humor in it. For some reason, there is that thing, and this is essential. This is especially true when it comes to things that are supposed to be funny, like racism. yeah, exactly. Um, there is no racism in it, and it's because it wasn't made by Hollywood. Um, no, but there's like that. There's that s- certain something when it comes to the things that are comedic. That I'm like, it just doesn't leap out to me. Like, there's something visceral that's not happening and i it's like you're dead inside yes a hundred percent i'm a cold heartless son of a bitch and (laughs) i always will be and i always have been and nothing is funny it's okay
1: chris i understand life is an endless void i understand that you have your own uh uh you know preferences there are going to be things that you like that I don't like, that I like that you don't like, that we're two completely different people. If you could and just assign me things, no, hold with on, just hold more on, hold. let me get through this. It. Let me get it's okay. I uh, I hear you, and I have no problem with your um opinions or beliefs, and uh, so we're good, we're fine. Um, Julie, if you're listening, there's a spot open uh, on <laughs> to host the Media Lunch Break podcast. <laughs> And uh I'll I'll expect your audition on my desk uh by tomorrow.
0: The only prerequisite is you have to watch three seasons of a great show. I mean, sure. <laughs> it's just slow. It's just slow. You're I, slow. I was like, I know where the joke is going. I know where this is. Just get there. Okay. Let's uh let's do this. So I'm debating for you.
1: The first three seasons of Hello Kitty.
0: Yeah, you would love that. (laughs) Would you rather read something or watch something?
1: Watch something.
0: Let's do the boys.
1: Oh, God. All right. Yeah. I know that there's a fight scene in it that I know is really bad but I know that you really like it. So I'm looking forward to shitting on it next time we meet.
0: Excellent. Um, yeah. Cause the second season just started. The first three episodes of the second season just came out. I think by the time we record again, there'll be a fourth one. If you get through all fourth the through season, it, what's that? A fourth season, a fourth episode. Oh yep. That's disappointing. I mean, if you get through the first season and get into the second season, great. If you don't like shoot for the first season, and go from there.
1: You know how many episodes it is?
0: I think it's, I think the first season is 10. How minutes. long are the episodes? I, mean, I think they're like an hour. Let me look it up.
1: So you came in here not being able to get through I seven 15 I minute episodes. I know. And you're asking me to do 10 hours of TV watching? Listen,
0: when I came into this episode, I was painfully aware that I will never live this moment down for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. I knew that going into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Season one is, oh, eight episodes. I mean, that's better. It is better. All
1: right. I'm going to go into this because I'm, I'm probably going to love this because you went into this hoping you would like it. And I'm going into this thinking, OK, another OK, they're superheroes, but not like you're
0: used to. It's the real version. I will expect this Great. to be done next week or two weeks from now or whenever the hell this
1: uh- and I'll expect it to be trivial
0: every time. How many times am I going to walk into that joke? How many times? Also, how many times am I going to. Going to assume that it's my fault for that joke and not just start blaming you for making a terrible joke.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't walk into that at all. All you did was say a word that is an extremely common word and happens to be an homonym for my last name. And. I- and yet every time I
0: blame myself.
1: Homonym. What What's me? a homonym? <gasps> I got it right. It's a word with the same s- sound, but a different meaning. Good job. Good job, buddy. I'm so goddamn
0: smart. Aren't you just. Look at that American education. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. What time is it? Oh, my God. Let's get out of here. You're tired. I'm tired. And I'm, I'm not tired. I can do this all day, night.
1: What is it? Where am I? Who are you people? Where's my horse? I just pooped.
0: <laughs> um all right. Uh oh, actually before we go. Yeah. Uh hey Andrew. Yeah. Hey Andrew? Yeah? No, over here, buddy. What? Nope. What? No, huh? no, over here. What? Oh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Where can they find us?
1: They can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play Music, on the SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break. It's not an actual place. It's a website. You can't go to the SoundCloud, but you can type soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break into your URL on your browser and hit enter. And that'll take you to one of the places you can listen to us. You can also find us on twitter.com which is a social media platform. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram. And you should no, definitely ch- explain what Facebook is. Well, Facebook is a book of faces and you should definitely go to our Instagram because it's run by my fiance. And so we need as many followers there as we can get okay. so that uh, she'll be happy. Listen, we got plenty of followers on Twitter. If one of us started using Facebook, we'd have more followers there as well. You can also find us on YouTube.com slash the Media Lunch Break where we put up uh, some videos, some Sometimes we have a Shazam video that I don't know where it is, but it's finished. (laughs) It's on my computer somewhere.
0: uh, It's just on a hard drive somewhere. Yeah,
1: somewhere. Okay. Uh, Melinda finished it. And about a week ago, she was like, did you ever upload that? And I was like, did you ever send it to me? And she was like, yes. And I was like, nope. It's, It's there. Uh, you can also visit us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break and you can become a patron and if you become a patron it keeps us from dying it's a lot like a tamagotchi <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god you've just gone round the bed <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh is... if
1: you give us you can give us money monthly or annually and that keeps us alive uh it pays for our toilet paper it pays for uh our lights. It pays for band-aids when we scratch ourselves by accident. And, uh, you know, there's also those great, great. I can't look at you, or I'm going to lose it. There's these great benefits no, that we have now, oh no, including lost it, including uh, you can watch our pretty faces while we talk. That's the sanest thing I've said. Uh, you can also send us an email at at gmail.com, and you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing, yes, a star and it's a review reviewster, and do it those us us on lot. iTunes and on SoundCloud and on YouTube because. Uh, those are the places where you can do that thank you to Julie who's going to be my new Julie.
0: host so that'll be great that'll be fantastic yeah um, yeah so if you uh, if you didn't hear a non-hero comic book movie whatever the fuck we just talked about uh, and uh, and we missed one that you were like, what are you, stupid or something? This is the best one ever. You know, hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook or on whatever the other ones are. Send us in. There's, um, you know, something else you want us to talk about. You were like. The fuck are you talking about this for you should be talking about these things tell us let us know if there's a reading assignment you want us to do uh because we're now just down to torturing each other and you want to torture the both of us at the same time <laughs> give us that do that yeah. we'd rather do that um but yeah write us in and let us know uh, we are absolutely here for it and that is all i have to say about that,
1: I really think that if I get Julie in here to replace you, if I in editing and post raise her voice by about two notes, I think mm-hmm. it'll sound like yours.
0: It'll sound exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred. You got a high voice. Uh, you think I haven't noticed my whole life of telemarketers going, "Hi, ma'am."
1: <laughs> have you noticed that I have been adding bass to your voice in post?
0: No. I have not. You're welcome. It wasn't because of your efforts. It's because my voice is so high. Well,
1: it's because I had bass to mine as well. So it's. Oh, okay. So it's still both drop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I sound like Barry White, right? And I still sound like. And you sound like a normal human.
0: (laughs) Eh, Well, let's not let's not say things we can't take back.
1: I can't believe Chadwick Boseman is dead.
0: It's so oh, weird, my man. god, are you still on this? Sorry, that's too soon. <laughs> I'm not even... I actually don't like that joke oh. at all.
1: What do you think they're gonna do? Oh. What do you think Marvel's gonna do? We've,
0: all right, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I can tell you what I think they should do. Okay?
1: Yeah. So here's what they should... I have my idea, too. Okay.
0: Everyone's gonna so- say that they should make Shuri the Black Panther. Uh-huh. No, they should not. Yeah. They should Why? make the Bodyguard Black Panther. Uh-huh. Akoye. Right. Because she makes more sense as a character to become Black Panther. She's the natural warrior. Okay. Okay.
1: Is that the end of that thought? That's kind of the end of that thought. Because Shuri should be Ironheart.
0: Yes, that is. And
1: they should both be in the Avengers. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. Because I've been waiting for Shuri to be Ironheart anyway. I'm like, oh, yeah, Tony Stark is out. Like, have her take. And then I'm like, well, don't.
0: Yeah, just just have them both be in the Avengers now. Uh, I think that would be. Yeah, I I think a lot of people assume that she will become Ironheart already.
1: Well, I think a lot of people wanted Shuri to be Black Panther because they like her better. She's a really good character. She's a
0: great character, but she <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense to be Black yeah. Panther. Agreed. Yeah. Or and this was my dark horse candidate. That's racist. For Black Panther. Yep. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. Just gonna power through it. Yeah. Yeah. My dark horse candidate for this was uh Angela Bassett's character. It was the mom. Oh my god. I know. Jesus. But I think that would be really think about think about it. She is she was the wife of a Black Panther and the mother of a Black Panther, and she lost them both. And then she picks up that mantle and takes it. How rich in drama is that?
1: Sure, It gets a little weird when she has to be jumping from car no, to car, it though. it
0: does. I'm not... I, that's why she's like...
1: What about M'Baku? And you get, like, a totally different-looking Black Panther. Who is M'Baku?
0: Oh, oh, the guy, the gorilla M'Baku guy, is the, 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 the other... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's like, we eat people or whatever. And then he's like, I'm kidding, we're yeah, vegetarians. I,
0: um, <laughs> again, I think he... I mean, he'd be great, but I think he's like... He'd be interesting to give a movie to just because to, just to watch him fight compared to Black Panther. Like, he'd just be crushing yeah, it'd skulls. Yeah, he'd be a totally yeah. different
1: guy. Yeah.
0: I don't know if he, it would make sense for his character to do
1: it. I see. I think you could, because he could come in and be like, I'll right. take the mantle. Yeah, he could. Let me do it.
0: Yeah. I think, I, but my, my biggest, my biggest vote is for, what's her name? For the bodyguard. Akoye. Yeah. Yeah, Okoye. Yeah. That's my biggest vote. Yeah. yeah. I'm still recording this. Am I not supposed to be recording this? Yeah, we can record this. Why wouldn't you record okay. this? I don't know. I have no idea. What are you masturbating? It's... Yeah. Well, no, I record that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Plus, now we announced the thing about videos on Patreon. i I'm, oh, def- I'm gonna do it twice as much.
1: Out of how happy you are? Or for them? No,
0: for content.
1: Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna Take a bullet <laughs> for them. Uh, I'm going to fire a bullet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to need to do a couple shots of bullet. Oh, here. Hold on a second. This got real weird. Yeah, real I'm going to turn
0: it off now. Now we're going to okay, stop it. That's probably
1: yep. a good idea.